Bill, please give it up for Rachel Locke, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everyone. The staple female character is here. I'm sorry to disappoint, though I am non-binary, so I don't even count. Um, and because of that, I forgot my opening joke. Just kidding. I am just healing from a concussion. I don't know if anyone heard. Um, it was pretty bad. I was thrown lovingly onto a bed that was hard as steel. I don't know if anyone heard, but I had a concussion lately. Um, I'm still getting over it, though. Whew, I am, I think I'm secondhand high from you guys. Yeah, I guess. I have to drive, though. <laughs> so um, anything I say that's not funny is your fault, but I'm going to continue. Uh, gr growing up, I discovered at the dawn of puberty that there was something a little off about me. It was a little hard for me to sit down, my Catholic Italian mother and my standard small-town redneck father and look them in the eyes and say, Mom, Dad, I'm a vegetarian. They're still not over it. But when I came out, came out, they were, oh yeah, just live your life, do whatever makes you happy, but why don't you eat our meatballs? Sorry, Mom. I, I have people ask if, as a vegetarian, I make my partners also eat vegetarian. I'd never make anyone eat me. Come on. Um, being non-binary and pansexual, you can say that for me, um, gender identity is a lot like my unicycle. I don't have a unicycle. Um, I, I do have a cat. I, I was at Walmart the other day and I saw this jean vest that was actually marketed towards cats. And, or, oh, sorry, it was designed for cats marketed towards lesbians. I didn't buy it because I'm a failure. I've been regretting it ever since. I think about that. I wake up and I'm like, I have to go to Walmart. I went back and it was gone. I didn't mean to make you sad. I'm sorry. That's not, that's not why I'm here. Uh, my cat's name is Zeppelin because he's the color of lead. I, I love him and he loves me. And it's a precious family. Um, he does this thing when I come home where he runs to the door and he just starts screaming. And then he drops to the floor and drags himself across it by his elbows while screaming. And I'm just like, like, I, what do you want? Do you want, do you want food? Do you want money? It, it's money. My cat beats me. Um, I've always been kind of a, a target for bullying, which is why my cat pointed me out so quickly. Um, when I was in grade three. I farted during silent reading, and so I then became known as the gas bomb. And um, September of grade four, in 2001, something else happened that caught everyone's attention, and I was blamed for it. So I remember going through all the bullying and everything, and this is two years later, grade, grade six now. And I'm crying, and my teacher sits me down, and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, Mikey said I caused 9-11. <laughs> well, did you? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I, I suffer from social anxiety. I don't know if you can tell by the stuttering that I do. <laughs> 
But um, I find that social anxiety makes things a lot very difficult, especially especially when you like to do stand up. <laughs> but I um, find that a lot of social interactions are like when you're dehydrated and all you have is salt water, or like right now your water's across the room. <laughs> I, um, I it's also like like everywhere you go. Every dog you see is wearing a service vest. It's the most heartbreaking thing, or... You're a blessing, thank you so much. Take a moment. <coughs> that was actually my first time ever taking a drink on stage. <laughs> I did it. I'm now, a, I'm now a real comedian, right? Yeah. Cool. It's also my first time in Brantford. Yeah, I realized that like while I was on the way here. Huh. Anyway, um, so um, with the anxiety comes a couple depression, and I found a way to kind of like help me cope with my emotions when they get too overwhelming. It is sitting down at my computer and opening up my OSAP account, because then the government tells me why I'm sad, and the tears just come out. I, I really found that the school year got to me when it started, but I graduated last year, so I don't know what my problem was. So I bought my first car a while ago. It was really exciting. Um, like like, like um, last gentleman was saying, your car is an inflection of yourself. I have a grandpa car, his name is Rodney. And I love him. He takes me everywhere, and he is like a mausoleum for all the fast food that I consume. And he also took away the last excuse I had from visiting my parents. I come from a, a large family, a loud family, a family of uncles. You know how every family has that one uncle? What happens when that one uncle breeds and makes more uncles? You get the Locke family. Oh, to, for starters, you have Brian, the fellow who thinks that he's Tim Allen and grunts like him during every story. It's whatever. You have Rick, or as we call him, Reverend Dick, because he's the religious uncle who is not a big fan of me and my lifestyle. <laughs> uh, you have, you have your, oh, your Uncle Dale who got you into Star Wars, and then you have the one that's like the racist, homophobic, drinker, or like I call him dad. <laughs> um, I, goodness, I think, I think I am high. I don't think I was kidding when I said that. <laughs> I, like, my, I, I would describe my anxiety as like my Zen garden is more of a litter box. <laughs> And my self-esteem is mostly like my Christopher Walken impression. It's a, it's not very good. And that was everything I wanted to say to you guys tonight. <laughs> I think it was a lot shorter than I was supposed to be, but thank you. <laughs> Keep it going for the newly hydrated Rachel Locke, ladies and gentlemen. A bright young up-and-comer. All right, we got two t-shirts to give away here. Then we're going to keep rolling along with this show.
rolling much the same way our fucking bingo machine back here does. 